you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, family-friendly b-ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G and Marky Man. How you doing, Spency? I'm doing pretty well. And Marky Man, how are you? Doing good. Great. Well, it's Saturday, February 25th, 2023. We are looking ahead... Uh, to what week are we looking ahead to? I think week 20, and we are looking back at uh, week 19, which is still underway because we're recording on a Friday this week. There's still games today, tomorrow, and Sunday. I mean, pardon me, we're recording on a Saturday today. So there are still, there are still games today, uh, which is Saturday, and tomorrow, which is Sunday. So we're still almost not in the middle of the week, but we kind of are because it was a short week due to the all-star break. But anyway, why don't we look at some week 19 highlights that was awesome. and lowlights. Come on, dude. All right. So, Marky Man, highlight. Um, my highlight is the Sacramento Clippers game, which the final score was 176 to 175. Yeah, pretty, pretty wild uh, offensive game. Um, yeah. 176, 175. So obviously it must have gone to overtime. I think it went to double, double overtime. overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was second highest uh, scoring game in history. It was, it was like three Malik Monk off the bench, I believe, had 45. Um, uh, Kawhi had 44. Um, what's his. Uh, De'Aaron Fox had 42 points, 5 rebounds, 12 assists, and 5 steals. And Kawhi had 44, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. Yeah. So the, it was the amount of, like, the fast breaks were insane. Like, it's, like, the amount of points that were, like, all these, oh, my God, like, it's insane. Like, Well, what we talked about this year, they've been saying all along, this is one of the most, you know, offensively geared seasons in recent history. There's been so much offense. Yeah. And I guess this is sort of the proof or, or one yeah. <laughs> one piece of the puzzle that proves yeah. that that, in fact, is true. Um, yeah, once I mean, I remember I was what I couldn't stay up for the whole thing, which I'm I wish I had now because it was such an amazing game. But it's a West Coast game. So it was hard. But I watched the first half and I think it was already like 86, 80 or something after the first yeah. half. So even uh, something like 80 that. to 76, 80 to 76. Still, I mean, yeah. That's crazy high scoring, you know. Um, that that sounds like like Detroit Pistons from the '90s final score, you know. Yeah. Like that's it's crazy to, to have that many points, and that's it's not surprising because it's Sacramento and it's the Clippers. They're just run and gun teams. I think it's the first time in Kings history um, that two players had forty or yeah. more points. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and like Paul George had thirty four points, ten rebounds. Like, yeah, the 
like the entire team just put up insane. Like Powell had twenty four, but Toom had nineteen. Like, yeah, so many, so many points. And it was their. Uh, did you mention this already? First game for you know who, Mr. Westbrook. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't mention that. He, <laughs> he had, yeah, he played well. He had seventeen points, five rebounds, and fourteen assists on seven for thirteen shooting, which isn't terrible. But again, he hucked up. Four threes. He made one, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit one in overtime, didn't he? I think yeah. it was yeah. When it was a key. I mean, what, that's perfectly fine. I mean, yeah. the point is they almost they almost won that game. They probably should have. I think they yeah they were up. They were up most of the game. Yeah, like they're up fourteen with the, four minutes the, left the, in regulation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the Kings kept crawling back. Yeah. Well, the Kings can just. They're just such a powerful yeah. offensive team they just have guys mm-hmm. like with both De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis although Sabonis didn't have a, a he huge fouled game. out that's right and he still played he had 20 <clears throat> points 10 rebounds 4 assists so yeah. it's not mm-hmm. a good bad yeah but I think they were I think uh, the Clippers were up by 6 in double in the second overtime uh, with 157 left and then Sacramento went on a 7-0 run to finish the game and win yeah. Yeah. so good for the Kings you know they're they're uh I think that was a, a statement game for them. They're in third. The Clippers, everybody's kind of knows the Clippers seem to be on the rise, but uh, the Kings are for real. Um, you know, they're six and four in their last ten. They've won two straight, including the game last night. Uh, the Clippers are five and five in their last ten. So, and mm-hmm. and, and the Suns, you know, are in fourth now. Uh, and they're surging, and that's without they they're already on a winning trend without Katie. Um, yeah coming into the lineup yet so um so i think uh the way we did it this week is you had a highlight and uh spency what's your low light my low light is Giannis's knee injury from last night yes um it was his first game back he was listed as questionable before that game anyways right um from his it, wrist injury right and yeah he left in i think the first quarter um and i haven't heard any news about it so far but yeah but the good news is they got the win hopefully it's not a major injury it'd be really be a bummer this is a bad timing for him mm-hmm. uh i mean maybe it's just he needs to sit out a few and uh the team seems like they play well without him <laughs> yeah they got their 13th straight win uh last night uh without him uh, well, mostly without him so um i i don't think there's nothing that i've heard or that i saw that would suggest that was a massive, terrible injury or anything. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's because he that he's been having problems with that knee throughout the whole season. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. Well, and they've also put themselves in a position where you know, like they're they're right there with the Celtics. They're they're forty two yeah. and seventeen. The Celtics are forty three and seventeen. There is absolutely no reason to take any risks with Giannis's health. Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, and we know he is a tough, tough player. So he's certainly not the kind of guy that needs, you know, extra mm-hmm. attention. He's he, he wants to play. He wants to be out there. So if he's saying, hey, I got a little something with my knee, I'm sure yeah. the team is going to listen and say, yeah, let's let's take care of it. So very quickly, my my highlights and lowlights, just a final word on the <laughs> the freak show that is the NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, kind of funny. Some of the things that we said last week, kind of, because we we recorded last week on Saturday, so All Star Weekend was underway, but not over yet. We were, you know, 
we hadn't seen any of the, the amazing stuff. So probably the biggest surprise and the thing that was the most fan-friendly and fun was was Mac McClung's um, uh, dunk competition performance. Yeah. Uh, it was super entertaining. He did everything on his first attempt. He did – it's amazing. His athleticism uh, it, it was on full display. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's great. It, I'm really happy for him and happy that it happened because certainly there needed to be something to cheer about over the, <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah. So that's definitely a highlight. Um, and then the low light is the actual NBA All-Star game itself. I think everyone yeah. can agree it's basically a waste of time. Well, right? it, had, it had lower ratings than the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that one was – that was yeah. a bad one. Yeah. I. It's gonna, but the thing is it's going to be like that. Well, they should just change it to – Whoever wins gets home court advantage. Yeah, but that's hard to do when you're doing drafts and picks. What so the team captain does? Like who gets it? Like you can't like conference. Do, or they should just go back to east and west. Yeah, go back to east and west and make it mm-hmm. home court advantage yeah. in in the final. Then at least yeah, it's something to play for. But again, only only some teams, only some guys, only some teams care. So it's tough, Wait, right? Wh- hold on. What do you mean by home court advantage? I'm lost. I don't in the final. Like so. It, Western Conference, like Western, because the the NBA Finals are West versus East, right? Oh, so oh, it would yeah, be, yeah. Okay. If you made the All Star Game back the yeah. way it used to be, West versus East, yeah. Whoever wins gets home court of yeah. yeah. Which, which I mean, it's kind of unfair yeah. if it if the team in the West is like has a way better record than the yeah. team in the East, but they don't have home court advantage because the All Star Game. Like, I don't think the players. I don't think. Yeah, it's kind of weird. No one would ever actually agree to that. But sure, I mean, yeah. The problem is this, like in the back in the day, and they always, every year it's the same thing. They show it, they, you know, you can go on Instagram or go on wherever and see highlights from some 90s all-star game where it just looks like almost a regular NBA game. Mm-hmm. And it's just, no one had to say anything other than players were competitive and they just wanted to play. There was no more incentive. Yeah. They just wanted to play, you know, guys still go, what's that, what's that street ball tournament called? Marky Man? Rockers. Yeah, whichever the famous one is, like guys still go and play in that from the NBA and get yeah. hurt. Yeah, like <laughs> you know they take a risk to play well, in these in these in these tournaments. Why? Like it's sort of just like we're either going to do it or we're not. You know, mm-hmm. I think it would be better to honestly scrap the game, just entirely. Like yeah, make it come up with some other competitions. I don't like what is something like absolutely ridiculous. Like instead of. Maybe there's a game where every team in the NBA gets to send one player and then it can be a random draft and whatever team wins, their team gets like a win on the season. <laughs> Whoa. On. I think yeah, that would be no one's ever gonna agree to that. <laughs> insane. That's, that's, but no one's ever gonna agree to anything like that. Like that's that's part of the problem. Like nothing needs to happen. It could just be yeah. like yeah. go to the the players and be like it would have to start with one guy. I think basically mm-hmm. what would need to happen is somebody in the all-star game has to start like straight up playing defense and posterizing other guys just <laughs> to force a situation yeah. where it's like, yeah. well, I'm not going to get embarrassed yeah. this whole game. So fine. We're doing this. Yeah. Fine. We're doing it. Like it has well, to the come thing from is, the There's players. no reason that they shouldn't do that. Cause yeah, there's like players play. I think it's the Drew league, not the Drew league. what it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah. They play in that, and then they also just have pickup games and stuff. Sure, like with like they're still all not these... trying. No, no. Really. I've wa- like I've watched these it's... games. Or it's a full like full workout game. Like they're playing. Yeah, but even, like, even they're in the NBA. They're professional athletes. There's no reason that even like, in they practice can't, like... in practice when they scrimmage, they exactly. play harder. They than They play basketball game. every single day. It's not like it's yeah. 
it's it's weird because at a certain point, what starts to happen is if no one's trying like in this, then it's like, well, then what are we even doing? It'd be yeah. better just to not do it, you know? Anyway, silly, silly, silly stuff. But at least, uh, again, Mac McClung gave the fans something to cheer for. It was fun to watch him. Too bad that wasn't, uh, you know, too bad there aren't NBA regulars and all-stars and all stars and big names. You know, what if it was obviously Zion's hurt, but what if it was Zion out there? What if it was, yeah, you know, Ja? What if it was, well, you know? Ja's made it clear that he's never going to do it. So. No, yeah, I know. And I, the best answer that I heard is somebody went to, who is it? Was it, it wasn't, I can't remember if it was Anthony Edwards or, I think it might've been Anthony Edwards. It's like, will you participate in the dunk competition? He just said, no, I, I only dunk on guys, <laughs> which was like a great response. Cause it's kind of like, yeah. I'm not here to do like, you know, yeah. uh, a judge competition. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a diver. I'm not a yeah. <laughs> figure skater. Like I yeah. do dunks in games, you know, uh, which yeah, fair enough. Anyway, let's, uh, so we might as well, um, since we're talking about last week and, you know, um, you know, we're done talking about the all-star game for, you know, maybe forever, (laughs) uh, but, um, we're not done talking about what happened in, in week 19. So why don't we in fact, uh, check out your predictions from week 19 and find out. All right, so the we changed it up a little bit, right? Um, so now it used to be that I would give you guys three games each, but now I've given you four games that both of you uh, are going to we're, we're, we're predicting. So, um, Marky Man, let's start with you. On Thursday, Golden State was in LA to take on the new look Lakers. So, what happened? I predicted the Lakers will win by one. They won by thirteen. Uh, LeBron was the top performer. Even though we only had, he only had thirteen points, nine rebounds, eight assists, uh, it was—I mean, it was not that entertaining of a game. It was pretty close, but I mean, it was an away game for the Warriors. So, what do you expect? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis didn't play well, and he played only twenty-five minutes. Uh, I believe Curry was out in this game, and you know, it—it it, it was well-rounded actually game for the Warriors. A lot of their guys had over 15, but um, the Lakers were just just outdid them. Yeah, it was kind of a <clears throat> kind of a weird game for the Warriors in that I think Looney was their top performer. Yeah, ten, 10 points, fifteen rebounds, yep. and a steal. Yeah, um, which is great because he's on my fantasy team. Um, although, I, I, guys, just really quickly, I am absolutely floundering in fantasy. It's just I at this point, I just. I'm just going through the motions. It's brutal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in ninth place, but I might as well be in 12th place. It's brutal. Anyway, uh, so Spencer, you also predicted the game. You also predicted, uh, you also predicted the Lakers win. Although what, you know, what, what did you think was going to happen that game? Yeah, I I thought that AD was going to be the uh, top performer, um, mainly just because like Golden State doesn't really have that many guys that I thought could deal with him. Um, I mean, he still played okay. He got he got a lot of rebounds, but yeah, it was just they, Eddie and LeBron also had less minutes in this game. I think they had thirty each. So yeah, even less yeah, than everyone that. just contributed. Well, that's exactly um, what the Lakers want to happen with their new with the guys they brought in. Right? It's like yeah. LeBron doesn't have to go out and score forty a night, and Eddie doesn't have to get twenty five rebounds. You know, um, 
Yeah. They, I think they had eight players in double digits in scoring. Um, Yeah. So, and again, it's a weird, it's a weird sample because it is Golden State who, for whatever reason, cannot play on the road still. I I, I mean, I don't think anyone understands why or how this is the case, (laughs) but it just seems to be continue, continue on. But anyway. Uh, The thing about, I was just want to mention this. When LeBron scores 13, I really like it. Just like it's just it feels right when he has like 13 points. It's like finally he doesn't have to have 40 points. Like he can just have 13 yeah. points and it's just it's just Well, it must feel so good for yeah. him and for like just in terms of like I went out there and but still a very balanced game. Like he yeah. almost got a triple double. Yeah. 13 points but nine rebounds and eight assists. And then it's like yeah, Malik Beasley comes out there and and scores 25. Yeah. Like that's what that's what he wants to happen, you know, and yeah. and yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm sort of, I mean, for, for LeBron and Le, literally LeBron only, I would like to see them make the play on and make something happen. I don't actually yeah. care, really. I don't yeah. care yeah. about the Lakers, like truly as a fan, but nonetheless, I mean, it's still they're still an interesting story, interesting team. They probably should have done these moves before the trade yeah. deadline. If they'd done it ha- like early in the season or halfway through or whenever. Maybe, uh, you know, yeah. maybe they'd be sitting in sixth right now or, or seventh, who knows, or, or you know, because where are they? They're way down still in, uh, what, 13th? Yeah. 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 So it's it's a tall order. Like, they're not they're not guaranteed to make, not even close. I mean, the Thunder aren't, aren't going to just dive. Yeah. The Jazz probably aren't going to dive. The Warriors aren't going to dive. The, the Warriors can basically play 500 till the end of the season, no problem, I think. Yeah. They'll, they'll just win all their yeah. home games and lose all their road games, and then at some point Curry's going to come back, and then they'll probably be better than that. But we were saying before we started recording, basically all the teams uh, that are around 500, so starting even up to the Clippers are only 33-29, but from the Pelicans at 7th, to the Lakers at 13th, everybody's at 500 or just below 500, and everybody mm-hmm. in their last 10 is either 5 and 5 and 4 and 6. Yeah. So if present trends continue, nothing's going to change in the yeah. West, right? Um, I think we can all agree that – I don't know about the Mavericks. There's still a question mark for me, but at least the top five I think are going to be the top five. The Clippers, the Suns, the Kings, the Grizzlies, and the Nuggets are the best five teams in the West. Yeah. yeah. I think we can all agree. Um and so I don't know what's going to happen from sixth, like from sixth to the plan. Seems like it's going to be a battle right to the finish. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the next game, uh, the other game on Thursday that I thought was going to be a real barn burner and it was, and it was pretty, pretty amazing was um, Memphis was in Philly to take on the Sixers, Spencer. So what happened? The um, Sixers won by five and it was Embiid as a top performer. Um yeah, like the Grizzlies were up big at the start, and the Sixers were just playing horrible. Um, they held the lead, like the Grizzlies held the lead for most of the game, um, but the Sixers brought it back late in the fourth when Harris made a go-ahead three to give them the lead, and then Embiid sealed the deal with a uh, loose ball. He scooped up a loose ball and then got a dunk because Embiid potentially played the worst half of it um, of the season, uh, like I think he was coming off a, 
a non-COVID illness as well. Like he was playing through an illness essentially. Yeah. Embiid was sick. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, but like he really did turn it around and it was pretty crazy. But this seems like, I swear this has happened to the Grizzlies a few times where they just like go crazy at the start of the game then are just horrible. Yeah. Well, it was. I think it was a, also there's a uh, a bit of a gut check going on in Philly where it's like, are we for real or not? Are we going to let the Grizzlies come in here and beat us at like trounce us at home? And I think they just both Embiid and Harden just mm-hmm. turned on the the afterburners in the second half yeah. and just refused to lose. Yeah. Well, they showed that they they're a playoff team. Like they're not going to go away. No. And they can dig themselves out of a hole against a really good team. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of young teams. I think their strategy is legitimately to like full force at the beginning yeah. to get that lead. Yeah. Except. Sometimes they can't handle it. Yeah, just to see, get that first punch in yeah. real quick and see if you can just kind of, and then just kind of tie game the rest of the mm-hmm. way. But it, yeah, I mean, I don't know that you can strategically do that, but yeah, I mean, you see that a lot, Raptors have lost games that way this season where they just they just are hopeless in the first quarter and then that's it. The game's kind of yeah. over. They can never catch up. But anyway, so you you had them winning uh, by six, yeah, and they won by five. So that was really good for you, and you picked Embiid. So, uh, so Marky Man, um, you had them. You had the same thing. You said you said Embiid, and you picked them Philly winning by eight. So you're only off by three. So you guys pretty much nailed this one. Did you yeah. have any? Uh, did you see Jaron Jackson Jr.'s performance for the uh, for Memphis? He was their top performer. Yeah, he had 18 points, nine rebounds. One assist, one steal, and four blocks. Yeah, so, so he was all over the place. He was matched up with Embiid well, twenty because he, he had like twenty-seven points, nineteen rebounds, six assists, and six blocks. Yeah, so the uh, same crazy. ten blo- <laughs> ten blocks for two people. Yeah, different teams all together. So Bain had a big game, twenty-five points. Morant was pretty quiet, so they obviously figured out how mm-hmm. to shut him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, all right, well, let's move on to on Friday. Um, we already talked about it at the top of the show, but just very, very quickly, um, Marky Mania, um, Sacramento was in LA to take on the Clippers. Oh, yeah. So we know what happened. It was a hundred, they won 176 to 175 and double yeah. OT. Um, did you have any other, uh, any other interesting game notes from that one? Um, yeah, just how, just mentioning how, like how many points, like just every player on Sacramento had, like. The first, let's see here, the first, like, eight players mm-hmm. that get minutes had over, like, almost over 10 points. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, what's this, Carter, like, they all, they all, they they, they all played great. And it was, yeah. <laughs> it, there was no defense, and it was just, real, like, yeah. There, I mean, it's not even that there was no defense, it was just, like, yeah, that that's, those are the two teams that are going to have a, a game like that. Yeah, just an insane yeah. shootout. Yeah, I saw, I saw some stat. I can't remember what it was, but basically, because it was, it's not just that you know, they're the great offensive teams. Like they actually were all hitting like high percentage. Everything yeah. was mm-hmm. going in. So it's just one of those games where from the free throw line, from three yeah. points, from everywhere. But it's yeah, shots it's, are just dropping. It's honestly crazy. Look, look, um, like Westbrook took thirteen shots. Paul George took eighteen. Yeah, Leonard shot twenty two. Batum shot 12, Powell shot 14. Yeah. Like, the amount of shots that were put up is insane. I think Kawhi hit, like, his first five or something in that game, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, like for both teams, like, like the amount of just, like, 
like the percentages are really high, and the amount of shots they're able to put up is insane. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, what is it here? I have uh, Sacramento was you know fifty nine percent on sixty five for one hundred and eleven shots, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. whereas. Um, and the Clippers were 60%, three-pointers. It was 44% to yeah. – um, the Clippers shot 58% from three. Yeah. Look at other games. Like other games, it's, it's normally like 47% for a team. Yeah, and free and, throws yeah. too. It's like 86% for the Clippers to 80% for yeah. the Kings. Like just on and on. They're just They're hitting everything. And the assists were insanely high too. But, and what's fun – I mean – 18 not, it steals. Been, it would have been so much fun to be at that game. Yeah, but yeah. I, again, the league, I mean, we've heard it this year because of some of these big games that individual players are getting, but also these high scoring games. Like it does seem like the league is trying to figure out how to, uh, <laughs> how to not have, yeah. Yeah. um, these kinds of things happen, which is sort of weird. Like, yeah, I, I don't really know. I, I, you know, back in the day where they, they would change the rules if like a certain player was so mm-hmm. dumb, like they changed the rules for, for Chamberlain and I was, I, we'll, we'll talk about that on trivia yeah. sometime, but like different times where like literally a player comes in and they're so dominant a particular way that they f- adjust yeah. the rules so that yeah. they can't exploit a rule that makes sense because it's like, okay, yeah. this is a completely yeah. unbalanced yeah. thing. But if it's across the board, it's not like it's all these different players, you know, mm-hmm. getting these big offensive explosions, yeah. you know, it's Donovan Mitchell, it's, it's Luca, it's, it's uh KD, it's, Giannis, it's not just it's Embiid. It's not just oh one player yeah. is like destroying yeah. the league. So who cares? I mean, yeah. what is the problem? Like, are they calling? What is it? They're calling too many offensive fouls. Like, what is the? Or pardon me, too many fouls that shouldn't be fouls on superstar players. Is that the problem? Like, what is? I don't understand. Well, what do you I, think I, the I, league thinks is the problem with the offense? I think it's what the. I mean, the problem with the offense. It's more of like I think there's like. The, the NBA breeds have been breeding a lot of more offensive players yeah. recently. Like, there's a new wave of these NBA rookies that come in. That if you just look at like they're they just put up points and they don't put up assists or rebounds, and it's it's becoming like a new thing where players like are just scores. And right. Like they don't really yeah. play all around basketball. Yeah. It's just well, yeah. I don't know. It's just like I think in the era that we're in, like. Uh, just scoring is just more important and just shooting in general like everyone can shoot it feels like yeah. like Embiid can he can shoot the ball like he can get a monster in every night because no one can stop him in the paint and if he feels like it he can pull up for a three yeah and th- that's how like people are being trained now everyone's being trained to shoot doesn't matter how mm-hmm. tall you are yeah well in the inside out game is really hard to defend against because a guy is yeah. coming in hard in the paint you got to you can't just let him get an easy layout, but yeah. if he can just do a kick out to a guy who's not going to miss. Exactly. Also, and, and then the there's just, like, yeah. now just there's just guys in the that. corner. If yeah. they get the ball open, they're not going to miss. But again, yeah. that's fun. Cause Which there's no, fine. there's no fixing that because no. if it'd be, it'd be one thing like in, in you know, in the NHL in the nineties and stuff, it was the opposite problem is that teams were figuring out how to shut down offense. And obviously the league hated that. It's like yeah. teams like the New Jersey devils, like the, they'd be in these one, nothing games. And they would do what was called the trap, neutral zone trap. So they did change the rules so that teams couldn't just, you know, they're really not entertaining. Yeah. Now you're watching these brutal defensive battles. So they had to alter the rules to to try to get the offense mm-hmm. numbers back up. But in this case, it's weird because there must be some idea that they want to make it easier for guys to play defense. Yeah. Right? 
So the only yeah. th- like you know I don't understand what that would be other than I swear making foul exactly, like yeah. not calling as many fouls. Like, yeah, well, there's definitely a foul problem thing. where like if a guy gets like you know lightly tapped in the paint and they're a star player, I swear it gets called every time. Yeah, and I also just think we need to make defense more. I don't know. Like I feel like defense isn't even being taught as much. Like no one cares about defense. But yeah. if you actually like analyze players defensively, is very interesting. But that's not flashy. Honestly, I don't, I don't, but all the best even... players are amazing. Like not all, but look at Giannis. He's an amazing defender. Yeah, look at these guys. It's, it's I don't I don't think that's what it is. I I, I bet you like they talk about defense all the time in practice. Well, sure, in those, they do. like sure. It's like You're talking about team defense, but I just mean more like the art of like yeah. But I mean, one-on-one defense. But then, it, it, maybe there is a little bit of a trend with guys like Trey Young coming into the league where it's like he can shoot from anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, he'll dish it, but he's not going to No, he's because he, no really... one's going to complain because he's going to just go out there and yeah. get and a bunch of points. Like, Same with John Moran. He's yeah. actually, like, he gets these crazy blocks, but if yeah. you look at him defensively overall, he's actually not But not everybody. But not player. everybody can be amazing, which is fine. It just has, it's more about effort. Like, what, I, it what, is more about effort. Like, there, a guy like... Fred Van Vliet is an amazing defender. I the amount of times I've seen a mismatch where there's a seven footer on him and he somehow manages to whack the ball away. Yeah, like it is he uses his quickness exactly. to his advantage. It's it's about effort, and I I just yeah. think I think no honestly, what I think it is is like it's not even a defense. Like it is maybe, but like I, it's not like the defense has just changed in the span of two years. Like it's not like everyone has just become a lousy defender. No, and this not. has no effort. I think it's just not. more of like seven footers are scoring now. Sure, and like and from three, and yeah, from far away. Yeah, I think that's um, that's definitely the case. Um, yeah, I mean, it, anyway, let's let's move on. There was one more game which I thought was going to be interesting game, and it was, uh, but maybe not quite as you know. It was OKC was in Phoenix to take on the Suns. I when we when I picked this game for you guys to talk about um i wasn't sure if um kd would be back or would be making his debut for the suns turns out he wasn't so anyway spency what what happened yeah uh it was i mean it wasn't like a runaway game but it the like the thunder still played solid without shea um Mm -hmm. the suns just maintained a healthy lead for most of the game and just preyed on the thunder's weak defense um yeah they won by nine and booker i think he had 25 like it was was a pretty solid game it wasn't anything crazy um but yeah shea and kd did not play so you can't expect much from the thunder without him um except what's his name joe isaiah Isaiah joe Joe, yeah yep yeah he career high 28.7 rebounds yeah, and six of twelve from three. One of the Jalen Williams also played well. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> one's spelled Jalen G A L E, and the other one's spelled Jalen G A Y L I N. J A Y J A. J A Y L I N. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit tricky to remember. Are they brothers? They have. No. That, I, well, that would be not, so obnoxious. This is my son Jalen yeah. and my other son Jalen. I know that's why I thought oh, it was. I was like, I'm there. I was like, there's no Jalen is. There's so many Jalen's in the NBA, but their last name yeah. is Williams, and they're spelt one of them spelt weirdly. Yeah, but so Williams just, is a very common name, first yeah. of all. Yeah. And Jalen is also very had been has been a very popular name in the last you know twenty because they're both pretty young. I think both those guys, but it's been. A, I mean, Jalen is a name that's been around for. 
for a long time, okay. so it's not surprising. There's other guys, you know, there's plenty of guys that have similar or names. You know, there's also Jalen McDaniels and Jaden McDaniels. Yeah. I always confuse those two. Constantly. Yeah, I keep. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to mention Jalen McDaniels. I was like, oh wait, never mind. His name is Jaden. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's yeah. both. Yeah, there's both. Um, anyway, so yeah, so um, I mean, again, Phoenix. What I think bodes well for them, and they must feel the same way. And it's the reason why a lot of people are picking them to win at all is they're seven and three in their last ten. They, they haven't even, mm-hmm. and that's. Booker coming off yeah. the injury, uh, a lot. Of, I don't think Booker was even in all of those games uh, because he only yeah. came back like right before the All Star break, um, and uh, um, you know they don't have KD yeah. yet. So and they have guys like Aiton that are playing really well, and Chris Paul is sort of like he's playing well. He's not the same that he was, but he doesn't need to be, mm-hmm. right? So they yeah. look good. I just think they've been refueled. Like they know KD's coming, and they're like they know they're good enough, and I I think that's all it is. And I think there's supposedly they might be aiming to get Derrick Rose because um, there's a buyout players. situation. Yeah. Well, they got Terrence yeah. Ross via buyout. Yeah. And so. Um, and he had a, he hit a, I think, third quarter buzzer beater last night to uh, like from three. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> that's a nice little, th- those are the kind of pickups that can help, you know. Yeah. Um, veteran yeah. presence, um, guy who still has a lot to offer off the bench. Yeah. Gives them some depth. And also is like, oh, think about a guy like Terrence Ross. He's like, he was on the Raptors. He went to Orlando to flounder. Then he's like, knows that he's not really part of their future. He's getting older. And yeah. it's like, guess what? Here's your chance, you know? Yeah. You go to a team like the Suns, and this is your chance to win it all, you know? Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. I, I, like, I, at this point, I kind of want... I'm missing some of the old Raptors players that weren't even that magnificent. <laughs> like, I kind of just want to bring... The yeah. really old team back because <laughs> really, we could yeah. use them now. The it's Terrence it's so Ross funny. Days, like yeah. we could use Ter- we could use a Terrence Ross. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. we'll get to Raptors in a bit. Well, anyway, that um that pretty much. I just uh, let's let's just wrap up what how it was. So if this new format where you guys I give you four games and you guys all did it, you were both uh, on wins and losses. You were both three out of four uh, on the week, which means that uh, Marky Man, you're now twenty nine for fifty two on the season. On, on wins and losses of that you've been predicting, so that gives you a batting average of five fifty eight, uh, and Spencer that improves yours as well. So you are now twenty seven of fifty two um, on the season for a five nineteen batting average. Uh, as terms of point differential on, on the week, uh, Spencer had a really good week of only twenty points. Um, you're only twenty points in four games, so you're within five. Like that averages out to being within five points in every game, which I think is pretty good. Marky Man, not quite as good. You were at thirty-seven points, uh, point differential on the week, and I think that is mostly because you thought Oklahoma City was going to win that game last night by ten, uh, and uh, you also um, overestimated or underestimated. Um, uh, or uh, sorry, sorry, you also thought. Uh, that the Lakers are only going to win by one uh, against Golden State earlier in the week. So that that kind of ratcheted up your point differential. But anyway, you guys are still doing really good on the season. So why don't we have a quick listen to a word from one of our many lovely sponsors. I've spent uh, a half a day in the garden and a half a day standing making floral designs. My feet are really bothersome and hot and burning, itchy. Get relief with Gold Bond Medicated Powder. And I get dry, itchy skin on my body. 
as well. Gold Bond's triple action formula stops itchy skin with a medicated itch fighter, the absorbing action of powder, and the soothing action of zinc oxide. Gold Bond really works. The itch goes away. Triple action Gold Bond. More than a powder, it's medication. Bold. You hear that? The itch goes away. You know, that's all you really need to know about yeah. Gold Bond medicated powder. And it's medicated, zinc oxide. I really, that, mm. I really, uh, I'm hearing that lady, you know, I, I, I feel her pain. Being on your feet all day, gardening or whatever, you get those burning, itching feet. Gold Bond is just what you need. All right. So, um, very quickly, hey, Orange Ball Juice listeners, please subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other basketball fans find the show. And we want to hear from you. Um, you know, uh, So hit us up on Instagram at Orange Ball Juice or uh, on email uh, Orange Ball, orangeballjuice at gmail.com. And uh, send us your NBA hot takes. And just a, a, just wanted to mention as well, we have our very first guest on the podcast coming up on the next show, uh, if, it, if it all works out, which it looks like it's going to. So um, stick around for that. I just, I'm not going to say who it is, but it's a very special guest. So just as, this is just a little tease. All right. So, uh, fellas, it's time to bust out the b-ball barometer and look ahead to week 20. Buckets forecast. All right. So, um, on Wednesday, March 1st, the Lakers are going to be in Memphis uh, to take on the Grizzlies. Uh, what? I sent these all to you. You sent three, right? <laughs> yeah. And oh, this is okay. one of them. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> what are you saying? No. Yeah. yeah I was... And I don't, honestly, I don't care if you prepared or not. You guys should know well enough that you can just on the fly make. Uh, make choices. Anyway, so it's on the 1st, which is on Wednesday, I believe, right? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, the Lakers are in Memphis, take on the Grizzlies. And I believe that this is the first time they face each other since the cursed cursed incident featuring Shannon Sharp in L.A. when it all went sideways for the Grizzlies. And they truly haven't been all that great since. They're only 4-6 and in their last 10. I don't know how many games ago that was, but... It seems like they just haven't been the same team since then. And yeah. I think that they were cursed by it. Dylan Brooks has had all these, you know, mm-hmm. incidents since then. Uh, you know, all, not to mention the biggest problem, the real biggest problem is that Steven Adams continues to be out. Yeah. So um, I don't know when he's due back. I don't know anything. But we'll start with you, uh, Spency. Lakers, Memphis, what's the forecast? Mm-hmm. This is tough because I forgot about. I in forgot Memphis about the, too. Yeah, it was in Memphis, so I I think the Grizzlies are going to win by okay. four, um, and it's going to be John Morant. Okay. So you think they're going to put it together? They're going to, you know. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The, the Grizzlies are in second. The Lakers are in thirteenth. The Grizzlies are a better team than the Lakers. I think we can agree, right? Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah. Well, why are you even like? Air yeah, they're way better. <laughs> well, just because they have been yeah. bad lately. They've been but bad lately. Been, and the Lakers but have the thing been is they've been so better, solid, way better. Yeah, they. I mean, we'll we'll see. Yeah, the um, the Lakers have a tendency to to beat certain teams in the West. Um, 
I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they've, they've beat some really good teams in the West this year. I don't think – it's not like the Grizzlies can afford to just drop games all over the place, but they're at home. They don't mm-hmm. want to lose to the Lakers. No. But the Lakers are a hungry and desperate team, obviously, so that makes them yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so what do you – What do you? what's the forecast from you, Marky? Um, I have the Grizzlies winning by nine uh, with Desmond Bain as a top performer. Mm, interesting. Yeah, he had a he had a really good game against Philly um, in that Thursday game. Yeah, I mean it's it'll be interesting to see. Like I, I'm I am interested to see what's going to happen for the Grizzlies because I mean I don't know. Have you guys heard about the status of um, Adams's injury? It's no, his knee, I right? Have no idea. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I did yeah. drop him from my team. Oh, you dropped him from fantasy. Yeah. Well, they're playing uh, tonight. They're playing. Um, at home against the Nuggets, so that's going to be a test. Yeah. And then I don't know um, when they're playing next after that, but, you know, it's it's going to be a tough game regardless, but it's a home game. So on Tuesday, um, the Cavs are going to be in Boston to take on the Celtics. So, Marky Man, what's the forecast? Um, I'm going to give it to Boston. Okay. I'll say Tatum is a top form. I'll give it to Boston by eight. With Tatum? Yep. All right. What do you got? I have the exact same thing except six points. All right. So you got Boston by six, but you think it's going to be the Tatum Mm -hmm. show? Jason Tatum show? All right. I think that's – yeah, I mean, Cleveland are a very – enigmatic team to me i can't tell if they're actually i don't good know if they're not. good or not it's yeah. making me so are they mad. good or are they good marcus i don't know. do they deserve i mean are they going to finish the season in fourth in the east probably yeah they probably will i mean they're they're what you think of when you think of a fourth seed team i feel yeah like i really do not think they're going to make any significant impact in the playoffs yeah yeah i kind of um, feel the same yeah i feel like they are better than last year but they're not at the same time it's weird I mean, they're seven and three in their last ten. Although they've lost three straight, um, yeah. you know, but they're in it. We're in, it's a weird situation in the East right now because I feel like the Nets are they're in fifth and falling. I feel like they're just just you know they they traded away their talent. They're kind of. I think they have a bright future because they have a lot to work with. But I don't. I, I think we can agree they're probably going to fall down the standings a bit. Yeah. Unnecessarily. I mean, yeah. the Knicks seem to be playing well still. Yeah. And then there's kind of. Who knows what's going to happen between, like, the Raptors are playing better. You know, it's hard to say. Everybody's kind of, you know, 6 through 10 is kind of a jumble. Or even 6 through 11, you know. The Pacers have fallen off a bit because after that long-term injury from Halliburton. But sort of Bulls, Wizards, Raptors, Hawks, Heat, Knicks. Here's the thing. I, 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 I think that the Raptors have more upside than... The Hawks and even the Heat, I think, and potentially the Knicks. Yeah. Well, the Heat, like, okay, so here's the thing. The Heat, you know, they didn't really change. The Raptors, as it turns out, actually did fundamentally We did change yes. something about the team and, by adding And Freddie's been out as well. Yeah. Like, we need to remember that. Yeah, he was out last We've had, last like, an, I think we've had Thursday. one starter injured, like, since, at least one starter injured since we'd gotten Pirtle as well. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, exactly, because Ananobi was out at first. And so it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. But, yeah, it's good. I I would agree. We have – it looks like the Raptors are on an upswing. 
And I'm not really afraid of the Heat, the Hawks, the Wizards, the Bulls. Ultimately, the Knicks are a little bit more hard to predict, but, you know. Yeah. Um, well, we usually match up well against them. So. Anyways. Sorry. Uh, let's go to the next. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next one. So uh, Friday, uh, Philly is in Dallas to take on the Mavericks. So what's the forecast, Marky? Um, this is actually tough for me. Um, yeah. But I'm going to give it to Dallas. Oh, yeah, you think By Dallas? four. And I think Kyrie and Luka Doncic have something to prove. Yeah. So I think that's why they'll win. Uh-huh. And, and so I'll say who, who, Doncic is going to You think Doncic is going to... Okay. So what do you think, Spencey? No, the, the, the Sixers should win this by 12, and it's going to be Joel Embiid. 12, that's right pretty to, absurd. Wow, plus opinion. 12 in Dallas, eh? Yeah. Well, like, the Mavericks have zero um, paint, force in the paint. What are yeah. they going to do? Yeah, that's true. And they, they don't really have an answer for Embiid or anybody who can really... No. Who is... Who's, who will be guarding I Embiid? don't even remember. It's... Jeez. Uh, <laughs> well, that's all you need to know. You can't even Christian think Wood. Christian, Christian Wood. Christian Wood. He's... Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. All right. So here's one I, you guys haven't prepared for. So I'm just springing this on you because I thought it's still, I think, a really good game. And potentially, now you told me, Marky Man, that you think Katie is slated to return Saturday, March 4th. Right? I think. That's what you heard? Okay. Well, this is a game. I, I don't know that that's guaranteed yet or written in stone, but maybe it is. Um, but anyway, e- either way, on Friday, March 3rd, Phoenix is going to be in Chicago, take on the Bulls. Now, the Bulls just last night absolutely destroyed Brooklyn, but that doesn't really mean anything. Um, but they're, they're pretty tough at home. I think overall the Bulls, I don't know, what are they? Uh, their home record is eh, not that great, but it's 17-13, and 13, so, you know, respectable. But Phoenix is Phoenix. Maybe they're going to, you know, potentially NBA champions this year, but at least, you know, we don't know what they're going to look like against the Bulls or their KD but first of all, do you think KD will be there? And if so, does that affect the outcome of the game? Or what's the forecast? Yeah, and I think the Nets would win that. The Nets? You mean? Or sorry, not the Nets. Sorry. <laughs> the Suns, Whoa. sorry. Wow, it would be insane if the Nets won that game. Yeah. No, the Suns would win. <laughs> they just show up and bust in with clubs yeah. and stuff. Actually, I don't know. Oh, Maybe oh. they would. Maybe they well, I'm going to give it to the Nets just to spice it up. I oh, feel you can't like they, give it to the Nets. You have to give it to the Suns <laughs> yeah. or the Bulls. Sorry, I'm out of it. <laughs> I'm not letting you give it yeah. to the Nets, no matter what. <laughs> no, oh yeah, then I'll give it to the Suns. I don't know why. Yeah. You think the Suns? Okay, by how much? Uh, 13. By 13, wow. Yeah. You were on, from on the fence to giving them a win by 13. That's yeah. pretty extreme. And who's going to be the guy then? Uh, Kevin Durant. KD? So you think he is going to be back by then? Yeah. All right, and so what do you think? Hopefully. What do you think, Spencey? Yeah, um, I I'm banking on him being back. Uh, so Suns by eight, and I still think they're going to win without him. Yeah, I think they win either way. Mm-hmm. Um, although it seems that now it seems like for, like the last night's game. I know they it was Brooklyn, so no big deal, and Chicago was at home. But you know, it's all these teams now are like we're back from the All Star break. This is our team. Like, we're either doing it or we're not. You know, both Levine and um, DeRozan played well. They've also got Patrick Beverly now, who 
in like yeah, I think he only had like twenty minutes, but he had respectable stats. So they're kind of yeah. like this is us, and I think all the te- there's a certain relief. I, it must be for teams. Maybe you're disappointed in the trades or the lack of trades, but at the very least, you're like, okay, we have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this now. This is the roster. Nothing's changing. We're not adding anybody. We're not getting rid of anybody anymore. Let's just do this. So you can see that it's t- like it's now's the time to compete. Yeah. And just get it done. Right. So yeah. um, you never know. The Bulls, you know, on their best nights are pretty tough. Like they have some pretty explosive scoring and and all, and all that. So I'm, I'm interested to see um, Phoenix on the road in Chicago. All right. Well, it's time to check in on what's cooking in Chef Pasquale's kitchen. Ciao, I'm Pasquale. Welcome to my kitchen. In this house, our nickname for Pascal Siakam is Chef Pasquale because spicy pea is what happens when you use the toilet after chopping jalapenos. All right, so I have a little highlight and low light um, that's just about the Raptors. So highlight is just, I'll just say it. It's the whole mm-hmm. situation with Pirtle. I think, you know, it looks great. Yeah. Low light, uh, as threatened last week, um, Marky Man and I did go and get ourselves a um, the Siakam Swirl McFlurry from McDonald's. So, um, and we went through the drive-through. We ordered. We shared it. We we got uh, a regular size. Siakam Swirl McFlurry, which I was very disappointed to find out once we got there, is Smarties and Fudge. So basically, the experience for me was um, the first bite, it was like having a bunch of expired Halloween candies, Smarties, smashed up and thrown in my mouth. Because (laughs) what we realized... Remember how they they just yeah. it's like they didn't know how to use the mixing machine. It was just all Smarties on the top yeah. and all vanilla ice cream on the bottom. So the first several bites were just all gross, dried out Smarties, mm. smashed yeah. up. And Smarties, let's be honest, Smarties they're really th- bad. Thumbs down, you know. Yeah, thumbs down on the Smarties. Yeah. So thumbs down to the uh, the Siakam Swirl McFlurry. That's that's a low light of my week. Also, uh. I will say though, the swirl definitely a better nickname for Siakam than mm-hmm. uh, Spicy P as well. Yeah. Right? Anyway, enough about the McFlurry. Um, so the Raptors, like we've small sample size this week, as you know, Mark, you may be checking on the score. They're playing Detroit as we speak. Yeah. They played uh, the Pelicans came to Toronto on Thursday, and so what did you think of that game, Spencer? Yeah, that was it was a good game, but we did almost let it slip at the end. I was star- I was starting to lose my mind a little bit. Yeah. Because we we had a good lead and then we had one of our dumb droughts and thankfully Gary Trent finally hit a shot. Yeah. When it mattered. When it mattered. Yeah. But yeah, that was like what was that? It was like a three to go up by six or go up by two or something. Five. Or go up by five. Yeah. yeah. So that the lead was slipping away. It was like their smallest lead of the game or one of the smaller leads yeah. that they'd had because it had as high as like thirteen or something mm-hmm. maybe at one point. But um, again, on the upside, uh, Pirtle twenty one points, eighteen rebounds, yeah. which is a career high for him. Yeah. Yeah, so for him to come into Toronto and become that effective um, says a, says a lot. He also had three steals. 
Uh, I have to say Ingram played a great game for the Pelicans, so that's really good for yeah. them. Um, they're looking good. But it was great to see um, the Raptors beat a quality team. Granted, yes, they let their lead slip, but they got it done in the end. Yeah. So, um, so, And it feels yeah. like the rest of the team is happy, like the likes Pirtle too. Like it looks yeah. like he's, well, he, yeah, I can yeah. have a good thing going on. And Well, they're he used to be on the Raptors. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's, mm-hmm. that, which I think is also a good factor. Like they have familiarity yeah. with him already. I think it was a little weird because Freddie wasn't on the floor and we, we were kind of trying to run everything in the paint yeah. by the end. And thank God Pirtle was just making shots. But if we have Freddie and Pirtle on the floor at the same time, like teams are going to be really scared. Yeah. Because they were like pretty much doubling Siakam and Pirtle yeah. the entire time uh, in the fourth. So, yeah, yeah. W- once Freddie's back, it, it should be. Yeah. Well, he was supposed to be back the last game. I think he. Uh, it, He's out for personal reasons. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? Um, and then I think it's his birthday, like today or something. Today. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully we'll see how they do against Detroit today. So Marky Man, so they got they're they're in Detroit today. They're yeah. in Cleveland tomorrow. So how do you think? And that's that's to wrap up this week. So how do yeah. you think they're going to do? So right now they're down three, with six minutes left in the second. Okay. Well, who knows so, what that means? Yeah. I'll, they're a better team than yeah. Detroit. I think we know. Raptors should win this game. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, where you said we're in Cleveland? Yeah, tomorrow. So yeah, we back. should win that game too, honestly. I think we'll you think so? And, yeah. I mean, I that, think that, we can do it. I think so too. It's going to be a, it's I think we need tough. Freddie back yeah. for that. But. All right. So then the games from for week 20 are Chicago's in Toronto on Tuesday. And then there's a back, then there's back-to-backs on Thursday and Friday in Washington for the Raptors. So what do you think? What do you, what's Ooh. your prediction for those three games? You said Washington. So it goes Toronto and then Washington twice on Thursday and Friday. They're in uh, yeah. Chicago comes to Toronto on Tuesday, and then Toronto yeah. goes to Washington for Thursday-Friday games. Honestly, we should win those games too. <laughs> Whoa. We should I think, I think we're, we're going to lose the, the second of the back-to-back to Washington. I think we're going to win but all three. But we are are lucky right now. This is a really easy stretch. We better not blow it. Like, this is our chance. This is our chance. This is our chance to get up to, like, seven. This is is important because the Wizards are below us. Yeah. We need, if we can kick them down in the Bulls, like, we need to get by the Bulls. Yeah. We are by them, but. Well, yeah, all these games matter. These are are huge. Yeah. These are big. These are big games. And they really can't afford to drop this, like, the easiest of them all today, Detroit. That would be. And that's the kind of thing I could see because yeah, Detroit. I can see they have one of those, those things. stupid things. Yeah, but De- yeah, it just like are they just relax too much against an easier team, and they I, get, they I, get mm, beat. I I'm just hoping more, it doesn't happen. I wonder how I might just be Dwayne Casey, just knowing everything. Yeah, but we've beaten them twice this we season have. already. So yeah, you know. but it was. But the thing is, when we did beat them, it was more. It wasn't our starters. It was like yeah. people who were like, "I'm done with this crap." Took over. Like <laughs> yeah, I think probably. it was like Achua and Boucher, or yeah. something. Well, Boucher still now he's like flying around again. <laughs> yeah, off that the dunk bench. was ridiculous. Yeah, his dunk was amazing. I think we all that was. I missed it. Marky called me on. Yeah. I had, I got distracted by my phone just in that moment. But that was a fun game to watch. It was yeah. fun to see Boucher with that mass and the crazy dunk. He was. I realized like, even though he can't. I mean, he can jump super high, but I mean, what really, the reason that he can go from that far back <laughs> yeah. is because his arm is like 20 feet long. long. So yeah. he, he's just like, it just yeah. looks insane. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, well, why don't we um, turn back the shot clock and Euro step our way into the past for 
time travel trivia. All right, so a couple of a uh, couple of questions for you guys, kind of inspired by last night's game. Now, this first one, I'll, I think you guys it'll be it'll be an interesting memory test because I know that you guys both did research on the Sacramento Clippers game last night. And I, you already mentioned yeah. that, in fact, it was the second highest scoring game yeah. in uh, in NBA history. So I'll go. I'll start with you, Spencer. What are the two teams that competed oh, in the highest scoring yeah. game? I in definitely. NBA I read this. I know you did. Let's see if you uh, remember. I, I think it was the Pistons. So who's the other team? Was it the Pacers? Oh, okay. It was. I feel. I think. It, I don't even think it was that good of a team. Been, was it the Trailblazers? Oh. Was it? Was it the Warriors? No. No. This was. No. What? Well, we're not going to sit here and just go through every team in the NBA. So the first team was Detroit, the Pistons. Second team starts with the same letter. Uh, Pacers. I said that. Already. Oh no! Starts with Detroit. Uh, starts with Detroit. <laughs> starts with D. A D. Um, oh, the, uh, the Denver city Nuggets. Or the... It was the Denver Nuggets. So it was. Um, that was very unclear. It was a triple. <laughs> I know. Well, whatever. This is a dumb question anyway, because I knew the only reason I asked this one is because I knew you guys probably looked it up. So I was wondering if you had actually absorbed the information. Detroit beat Denver. Uh, 186 to 184 in triple overtime on December 13th, 1983. Yeah. So this what is were, actually better because it was double overtime. I well, yeah, it, it almost went triple. Like so you never know if it had gone triple, it it, it could have had a chance. Could to we beat have it. seen a 200? <laughs> yeah, it just kept on going. So I mean, 186, 184 is pretty pretty wild. Yeah, but there were some other things in that game that happened, which I thought were pretty um, interesting. Uh, De'Aaron Fox in that game. Um, he scored. So we already mentioned that it was the first time in uh, in King's mm-hmm. history where two players had gotten forty plus points. So it was De'Aaron Fox and, and Malik Monk, and De'Aaron had uh, forty two points, but he also had uh, twelve assists and five steals. Yeah. So he's only the twelfth player since the seventy three seventy four season with forty points, ten assists, and five steals in a game. So my question for you guys is. Who's the last player to do it? Oscar Robertson. No, the last oh. player to do it. Okay, so there's it's happened 12 times since 73, oh. 74. Oh. Okay? Mm-hmm. So who uh, who is the last one to do it? And I'll give you a couple of hints right away. The player is still active, and it happened fairly recently. Oh, okay. Um, okay I want to so say Chris Paul. Oh, wait, so... So who's the last guy to get 40 points in a game with 10 assists and 5 steals, oh, at least? I, I thought it was between Kings players. No, no, no. Oh, who, who done that? Oh, okay, so... Uh, There's only so many guys that can have that kind of Westbrook? style. Westbrook? I think that's a good guess. Okay. Um, Drew Holiday? I don't even know if he's ever had a 40-point game. I think, he, I think he has. Um... Devin Booker. Hmm. This is. I don't know. Kawhi. 
Urban Vliet. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Urban Vliet. Um, oh. Luka Doncic? Luka doesn't get it. Well, he, I mean, he, he averages gets, eight, like he point get six assists. Five steals? That's not really his thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. He averages 1.5 steals. Okay. 20, it happened in the 2019. In 2019. Um, no. Kyle Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Oh my God! Isaiah Thomas. What he was butchy. Remember dude. I said in, oh wait, not twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. No, no, Isaiah Thomas. No, the, the no, he was I, not good in twenty nineteen. I know, but I know. <laughs> what? Anyway, I'll give you one of these for saying that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I forgot it was twenty nineteen. What? Okay. Um, okay, so Curry. Yeah, but definitely future Hall of Famer. Perennial All Star, almost. Although Damian Lillard, not this year. Was maybe not an All Star this year. Jimmy Butler. Not Lillard. Wait, was not it Butler. Curry? We already said Curry. No, not an All Star. I don't think he was an All Star this year. Uh, well, you can't. Okay, you better. You have to okay, know. wait. I don't know. I don't know. Just forget that. Maybe he was. <laughs> I totally can't remember. Okay. So he's a borderline All Star. And he's somebody. I'll, I'll give you. Here's another hint. Somebody who. James Harden. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. James Harden was the last person to have a 40-point, 10-assist, and 5-steal game in 2019. All right. So the one other thing, and this is an easy one, probably. So I'll give you a – this is a speed round. So just whoever can blurt it out first. Um, So another another thing that happened last night is that Devin Booker became the all-time three-point leader for the Suns. So whose record did he break? Steve Nash. Very good, Marcus. He broke Steve Ash's record. That's right. And I don't know what the number is. It's like a thousand and something. But anyway, good for Booker. Um, I imagine he's probably gonna put that record for the that team out of reach. If he like if he stays with that team yeah. for several more years, then it'll probably be pretty hard to break. But um that's pretty much it, guys. So um I'm excited. Once again, listeners, stick around for, for next week's show. We, sh- we uh, If all things go well, fingers crossed, we're going to have a special guest. Uh, but until then, uh, sayonara. Bye. Yeah. I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs>